2: And we're back on this Monday edition of the program. Thornton's text line is open, that number 502-414-1450. Again, 502-414-1450. If you've got a question or comment, IU football, IU basketball, local sports, whatever it may be, send it in to us on the Thornton's text line. Jeff Rabjohns, the publisher of peags.com, is with us here in segment two today. Jeff, it's been a while. How are you, my friend?
1: Terrific, terrific. How are you, buddy?
2: I'm good. IU football and, uh, of course, in-season and IU basketball recruiting is really heating up. It's a busy time, I know, at the Peaks.com website. I'd like to start with you on a little football stuff, but after the win over Indiana State Friday, it feels like this Indiana-Louisville matchup, which a lot of fans are really excited about, could be kind of a defining game on where the season could go from here.
1: It most certainly has a chance to be that for this for Indiana. It's one of those games that you look at and say, okay, that's a toss-up game. It's, it's one of those games for Indiana you look at and say, they really need that to give themselves the best chance to get to a bowl. In fact, some people have said that they don't win it. Uh, they don't think they get to a bowl. Obviously, you need to get to six wins. Um, you know, playing in the Big Ten East, you know, I think Indiana is you know, pretty much automatically, no doubt about it, three losses there. Um, not to be disrespectful, but I just don't think Indiana's going to beat Ohio State, Michigan, or Penn State, three top 10 teams. So we look at the, the, the Louisville game and say, okay, it's a big game. You know, Indiana did not play poorly in week one. You know, they lost 23 3 to number three, Ohio State. I understand the offense only scored three points, but the idea was try to keep it close, go in the fourth quarter. Maybe we'll put together a drive. Maybe we'll get a turnover. Maybe get a long return from Jalen Lucas, who's obviously an All American. Kick and front returner and they were able to keep it close but they weren't able to make the make the big play on offense. Um, and then next week, you know, they thump Indiana State, an FCS team that to be fair is also depleted. Um, so you, you you have two games you look at and say, well, you know, they might have a chance to, to get to five or six wins. Um, in fact one of the Ohio State linemen came out and said uh, they're a lot better than people think. They're going to a bowl game and he thought they might go to a decent bowl game. So that's what you have going into this week, going into this movable game, and it is a really big game from the standpoint of can IU have a chance to get to six wins, and I think it's a big deal from this standpoint. Uh, keeping the fan base engaged. Um, you know, p- People kind of understood opening against number three Ohio State. I think most people actually watched the game, walked away going, hey, they actually did not play bad football. They didn't get run over. I, his defensive line was clearly better than it has been in recent years. Offensive line is far better. So I think the people who really paid attention walked away knowing, you know, there were improvements from last year in many areas. But now you've got the fan base at least looking and going, okay, what do you got? And I think that this is, you know, this is going to be a one of those, what do you got? Type games where the casual fan is going to decide are they worth paying attention to or not. Um, so I think it's also important for Indiana from that standpoint.
2: Talking with uh, Jeff Rabjohns, pigs.com. Uh, Louisville, a two-and-zero team, headed into Indianapolis. Jeff, kind of interesting. They played a rough first half. I got to watch that game. Uh, in week one of the college football season against Georgia Tech. And I thought, "Uh Mm uh-oh, they might be in some trouble. But they really bounced back, had a great second half, went on to come back and win that game. And then, like Indiana, much like Indiana, cruised Thursday night in their victory over Murray State. So it's a Louisville team with Jeff Brom, a a coach Indiana and fans should be very familiar with from his time at Purdue. Uh, Comes in, I think, with a little momentum here to week three of the season.
1: Yeah, I think so. You know, like you said, they're they're 2-0. Um, I think they're, you know, they're a little bit like Indiana, like you said, you know, that there, there's, there, there was a kind of a coming off of a game where, you know, they, they play an inferior opponent and win, uh, as they should, uh, And everybody who's trying to get to bowl games, like my little rant here should schedule those games. Okay. We don't need to learn something about every team every week. If you're, if you're, if you're a struggling program, what is job one? Get to a bowl game. How do you do that? You win six games. You're allowed to decide your non-conference schedule. Schedule yourself a few wins. Um, it's just a smart thing to do. Um, there is no degree of difficulty on bowl eligibility. It's not like, oh, they won seven, but they had a win over FCS, so we're not going to count it. No. If you win six, go to a bowl. If you win seven, go to a better bowl, and so on. So I think really both we'll the end of did a smart thing. Um, but, yeah, there, there are some, some interesting components of the Louisville team that are familiar to IU fans. He started with a key one, Jeff Baum, uh, former former Purdue head coach, obviously a guy, you know, a Louisville legend, a guy i not know that for a long, long time, and uh, a guy who's very creative on offense. He is very creative. Um, and I think two things that are interesting, he's creative. He will look at a defense and go, okay, how can we move their weakest defenders where we want them? I think he's very good at that, too. Um I think he's really good at riding the hot hand. You know, Purdue's had receivers, you know, in recent years, you know, with over 100 catches and, you know, well over 1,000 yards. And Baum will ride the hot hand. If he gets a mismatch, um, he, it's the old thing of, like, keep getting yards doing what you do until they stop you. And Baum's really good at that. So, you know, Jake Palmer's sitting back there throwing for 494 Um it hasn't been quite what you normally see out of a Jeff Long team, but it hasn't been bad, you know. Uh, and I do think Jamari Thrash, the uh, wide receiver, he looks legit. That 73-yarder he had, uh, man, whoa, that was, that was impressive.
2: Jeff Rabjohnspeaks.com, starting with IU football. Jeff, let's transition to basketball and start with basketball recruiting. You've done this stuff, covered this stuff for a long while and it's got to be one of the biggest recruiting weekends in modern times for the Indiana Hoosiers with the three Montverde players there over the weekend. Uh, any early insight? Have there been any interviews since those guys departed campus and uh, thoughts on how things went over the weekend?
1: Yeah, I mean, I traded text with, with uh, the, the players' families, and I think Indiana did a, a phenomenal job. I think they hit all the key right notes. I think they, they did a good job of making all three guys, Liam McNeely, Derek Queen, Curtis Gibbons, all feel very, very special. They made their families feel special. Um, you know, Liam's sister, you know, who goes to the University of Texas, she was there on a visit. They made her feel special. Um, you know, Curtis Gibbons' his little brother, who's uh, eight, nine years old, something like that, ballparking it, Um you know, I made sure even he had a good time. So Indiana did a really good job. It did a good job. Now we're with Liam. Um, you know, you're also fighting against Kansas and Texas, where he's originally from. me he's originally from Texas. We all are also fighting against Kansas. Um, and uh, you know, I think uh, just talking to some people just this morning, I think Kansas has decided it it, it it's going to push for McNeely. So. You have a heavyweight fight on your hands, um, which is is what you should expect with a national top ten player. You know, but those are, those are hard recruitments because those guys are really, really, really good. With Derek Queen, uh, I still think it's mainly uh, Indiana, Houston, Maryland. Uh, Kansas is trying. The Kansas is trying to convince Queen that he can play alongside six foot nine center, five star center, Florida Bedunga from Kokomo, who is already committed to Kansas, and I think that's going to be a tough sell. I'm just reading between the lines on some things there. I think that's a tough sell. You never discount Kansas. Um, They do a phenomenal job on the recruiting trail. They know how to get things done. Um, So I'm not discounting them, but I just think it's a little more Indiana, Houston, and Maryland right now. Um, And with McNeely, um, he's got a Texas visit scheduled. Um, I'm guessing he's going to take that. We'll see. There's always a chance if a player in his mind is down to two schools, that he cancels something? But um, at least least that's what's next on his schedule. But I would say within a couple weeks, it's pretty likely we're going to have a decision from Liam McNeely. I don't think he's going to, you know, wait and wait and wait. Once he figures out where he wants to go, I think think he'll just decide, schedule the announcement, and then announce. I don't think it's going to take terribly long. Um, I think it's probably going to take a little longer with Derek Queen I think his visit, just his visit schedule, is going to go later. I, I will not fall out of my chair if I see Derek Queen take official visits in October.
2: Mm, interesting stuff, Jeff Rabjohns, pigs.com. Jeff, here's a question for you uh, from a text: uh, Any chance two or three of these guys from Montverde want to play together in college, or is this just high school teammates enjoying the recruiting process? getting out, touring a great part of the country at some of these different campuses together when they can?
1: Uh, Liam McNeely and Derek Queen are very, very close. Um, if, if people want the whole story, I, I wrote about it. Uh, I think it was Friday. It's up there on pigs.com. I wrote about it on Friday going in to the visit because I talked with Derek Queen about it uh, down there when I was in Atlanta for the Elite 24th in the summer. And those two are really close. Um, and then it's interesting. They've been close. They've been, they've been close for, for longer than people think. You know, some people think, oh, kid from Baltimore, a kid from Texas, didn't know each other until they arrived at Mount Bird. Not true. They've known each other for a lot longer. Um, so there, there's a chance those two guys go together. It's not like a package deal where two guys decide, okay, we're going we're gonna to go together. Wherever it is, we're going together. It's not a package deal. Could they end up at the same school? It could. As far as the visits? Um, you know, Liam and Derek have wanted to take a number of their visits together. They took their Indiana junior year official visit together. They took their Kansas senior year official visit together. And, obviously, this weekend took the Indiana senior year official visit together. So that's clearly my choice. Um, you know, Curtis, um, you know, he, he's Curtis Gibbons, excuse me, you know, four-star combo guard, national top 60 player in the country.
0: He'd been wanting
1: to visit IU for a while. So he basically asked, you know, hey, you know, the weekend, you know, Derek and Liam were there. Um, how about if I come too? And we just all three come together. And Indiana said, "Yeah, sure, come on up." So uh, that that's kind of how it got, how it happened that uh, those three guys from Mount Bird were all in Indiana together.
2: All right, Jeff Rabjohns, Pigs.com. Always tremendous stuff. I've got to ask you about Jalen Harrelson, who was at mm-hmm. Fishers and now at Laporte LaLamere. A lot of people want to know the in-state guy. Does Indiana have a fighting chance? And it's still early because he's twenty twenty-five, be a junior this upcoming high school basketball season. But can you size up Jeff, his recruitment at this early point?
1: Sure, sure. Um, to answer the question, yeah, yeah, Indiana has a chance. Indiana's made him a priority basically since he was a day one of his freshman year of high school. He's been an IU priority. He's going to stay an IU priority. You know, his brother's an IU graduate. Carol's been down to IU a bunch. He's very familiar with them. So yeah, yeah, Indiana is definitely involved there. I think what you're what you're seeing and what you're going to see um, is th- this is going to be and this is about to become a national level recruitment. I mean, think that, that's that's what you're about to see um, because you know Duke's been looking at um, You know, other schools of that level have been you know kind of sniffing around and feeling it out. And I think I think the recruitment's going to go national again, which is That's possible, of course, for a kid who's a national top-ten prospect, which which Jalen is. Um, I was up there at Lollamere recently uh, for a Watson scrimmage, and, you know, that's a team loaded with nationally-ranked players. And you can make a case Jalen Harrelson's the best. Um, You know, there's there's other really, really good players, so day-to-day, other guys, you know, it may change. Maybe Jalen one day, maybe Darius Adams, maybe some, some. You know, it depends. But, you know... He He's certainly a case, case to be made for that. So, yes, Indiana does have a chance. And, yes, I think it's about to go become a little more national here in, in the next couple of months, if not the next couple of weeks.
2: All right, Jeff, as we go, if I don't ask you something about the current team, people will yell at me. But the season is around the corner. We're a month or so away from Hoosier hysteria. And everybody curious but very excited, I think, <sighs> about the potential of this IU roster What's your just general take on basketball for the upcoming season with IU at this preseason point right now?
1: Uh, well, here's a couple of things I think, I and mean, these are just this is a lot of opinion, reading tea leaves, interpreting things I've heard. I think and Mbako is the most gifted offensive player. Doesn't mean he's going to be the leading scorer, but I think he's the most gifted offensive scorer. Um, I think Xavier Johnson had a really good summer. Um, I think. Uh, Malik Renaud is on the verge of becoming really good. We'll see if we'll see if he's there right to start us off the year, or whether it happens as as he progresses. But I think he's right there. Um, Carl Ware has my curiosity. Um, there is talent. There is length. There is a seven foot guy who can be a rim protector and go out and make threes. What's he going to look like in the games? What's he going to look like in games, game to game? Um, I think that those are my big questions for him. Uh, Trey Galloway, C.J. Gunn, Caleb Banks, all had good summers. Uh, Galloway's going to start, barring the unforeseen. but With Caleb Banks and C.J. Gunn, how ready are they to play minutes? And how many minutes? Are we talking five to six? Are we talking eight to ten? Twelve? I don't know. Um, but those are the things I think right now as we sit here in August. September, gosh, September.
2: (laughs) Great stuff. Jeff Ravjohns, Pigs.com, the publisher of Pigs.com. Do you ever hear from our old (laughs) friend Mike Pegram? I sure miss talking to him on this show. Of course, he retired, handed over the reins to you, and uh, you're rolling now. But how's our friend Pigs?
1: You're so kind to ask. He is fantastic, and I jokingly call him uh, the king of Florida pickleball. (laughs) <laughs> because he is uh, he is loving it. He's playing in tournaments, he's playing in you know, he's obviously playing age group stuff, but he played in a, in a national event, he plays in some big time statewide, region wide events. He's having a great time. He is having a great time. He is really he is enjoying retirement and obviously that man earned it. So I am thrilled for him.
2: All right, Jeff. You know, I love pickleball as well. If I can get out there and play there's hope for you Ooh. to be a star, too, Jeff. You could be really good.
0: <laughs>
1: by, by star, you mean move around quickly and not fall down? I mean, I, I watch Pickleball and K-J on TV and go, because Pete's always like, go out there. It's a great sport. You get exercise. It's fun. And I see the guys flying around. It's like, don't watch the pros. And I'm like, the pros are, one, they're impressive. The two, they disappoint me. He's like, why do they disappoint you? I said, because I'm looking how quick they are. And I go, well... All i do is go out there and fall
2: down. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be better than you think. Believe me, you would. It's a fun sport for anybody. But, hey, it's great to catch up with you with the football season rolling and basketball ahead. We'll get you on from time to time. I know you have a busy schedule, but we always appreciate when you can share some knowledge. Keep up the great work, and we'll talk with you soon.
0: always appreciate being with
1: you man. Hope to see you soon, my friend.
2: Absolutely. Jeff Rabjohns, publisher of the Pigs.com website, with us here on this Monday edition of the program. And speaking of pickleball, I missed the show Friday because I went to a professional pickleball tournament in Cincinnati. And I tell you what, uh, unbelievable how good that they are. Just unbelievable the level of pickleball that was played. It's a growing sport. The fans were there. A uh, really neat environment. So I know I've talked a lot of pickleball the last couple weeks, but I think it's coming. I think, I think it's going to be can, continue to be a very big, very important sport uh, here in our local scene, and and obviously the the nation as well. It's taking over. So uh, pickleball is fun. Check it out if you haven't. But the professional tournament in Cincinnati. Uh, man, it was great. If you like it, if you're hooked on it, and if you've played it a couple times, there's a great chance you're hooked. It was a lot of fun. Thornton's text line, couple text I want to get to. First off, Texter says, Silver Creek football has two wins. You said one. I'm sorry, I'd forgotten that they beat Salem a couple weeks ago. So when they won this past Friday night, that was win number two for the Dragons. So they defeated Pekin 33-12 on Friday night. Thanks for the correction, Texter also says uh, Providence Charlestown game on Friday is going to be the regular season game of the year. I think it should be a really good game. Coming up Friday night, that game will be at Charlestown. The Pioneers 4 0 and Charlestown 2 2 on the season. Might be a good reason for me to head up to the Boneyard on Friday night. Also, another text uh, Hey, Matt, got U of L I U tickets through IU Athletics, and they had better seats available than the Lucas Oil website, and I did not have to pay a Ticketmaster fee. Well, that's great. So if you're looking for a, a late seat to IU Louisville at Lucas Oil this weekend, uh, maybe take that texture's advice and head to IU Athletics as opposed to going through Ticketmaster and Lucas Oil Stadium for your tickets. So thanks for the tip and enjoy the game coming up this weekend. Stay with us. We'll head to a commercial break. Chad Gilbert, the athletic director at Charlestown High School and IHSA executive board member will join us in the next segment. And when we come back, I'll tell you about a local player that is uh, having a camp, an NIL, name, image, and likeness opportunity. It's not just for the big name basketball guys. It's for some of the local athletes as well. And we'll tell you about that coming up next here on The Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison.
0: At McAllister's Deli, we know that great food is a foundation for any good get-together, and no matter the size of your event, McAllister's Catering has you covered with handcrafted crowd-pleasers like sandwich trays, mac and cheese, nacho and spud bars, shareable salads, breakfast options, desserts, and of course, our famous tea. Let McAllister's cater your next event and we'll handle the details from start to finish so you can focus on what truly matters, your guests. Order online or in our restaurant, McAllister's Deli. Order ahead. We'll take care of the rest high school sports teach so much more than just the fundamentals of the game they also teach the fundamentals of life like the power of belief i'm robert falcons
2: and i'm carrie rosati we're both assistant commissioners of the ihsaa in the second classroom of high school sports student-athletes understand hard work pays off and they learn to be proud of their effort no matter the outcome
1: successful student-athletes support their teammates and learn to always do the right thing
2: and most importantly they learn to always believe in themselves.
1: When high school sports keep education in front of athletics, these fundamental beliefs outweigh the idea of winning at all costs.
2: That's why high school sports are a transformative and invaluable part of every student athlete's education.
1: Buy a ticket to your high school's athletic events and show student athletes that you'll always believe in them too. This is the power of belief. This is the power of high school sports. This is your I H S A A. When design is key to your landscape project, give Walnut Ridge Landscape and Design a call at 812-288-6691. Walnut Ridge has more experience than any landscape company in the area. Remember, Walnut Ridge Landscape and Design, when design is key to your project and you want the most experienced landscaping company in the area. Give Walnut Ridge a call at 812-288-6691. Walnut Ridge Landscape and Design. When design
0: is key.
2: In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call on someone who's invested in your success. I'm Scott Aldridge, your Jeffersonville Edward Jones Financial Advisor. At Edward Jones, we believe in building a complete picture of your financial life, including your unique goals and passions, so we can help you work toward achieving what's most important to you. Call me at 812-282-0000 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member, SIPC.
0: Are you tired of fast food burgers and fries and looking for a healthier option? Why not try one of the freshly made sandwiches at the Honey Baked Ham Company? They offer an assortment of delicious sandwiches, freshly made sides, and mouth-watering cookies. You can grab a box to go or dine in their cozy cafe. They also offer several lunch catering offers as well. Call the store, 812-941-9426, or visit them at 3602 Northgate Court, Suite 23 in New Albany. Mitch Craig Heating and Cooling, serving the Kentuckiana area, specializing in residential change-outs. Mitch Craig Heating and Cooling offers free second opinions. If you get some bad news from your heating and air guy, call Mitch Craig Heating and Cooling. 812-786-0469 for a second opinion. Call Mitch Craig Heating and Cooling. Again, 812-786-0469.
1: As a mom... Summer is long. So what's my number one mom hack? Splish-flashing, thrilling family daycations at Kentucky Kingdom. My little guy and my team making memories together is one of my favorite parts. But the
2: best part, I don't have to plan a thing. Get vacation vibes without vacation prices. For a limited time, buy your Kentucky Kingdom Season Pass for as low as $74.99. Now open weekends. All right, we're back on this Monday edition of the program. I can't let the show go forward without mentioning, obviously, uh, a remembrance of 9-11 today and the horrific moments and tragedies that our country experienced on that day. And even though we inch farther and farther away each year from that horrific event, uh, this day should always be a marker that uh, we will never forget, and I just wanted to say that. I know uh, a lot of thoughts and prayers to those involved and those that lost their life, but uh, a very special day. Take a few moments out today and remember uh, that tough time for our country and how it really maybe it shaped things moving forward. Uh, before we get to Chad Gilbert, you know, we talk a lot on this program about NIL, name, image, and likeness, and local baseball standout, Tucker Biven, former New Albany standout currently a pitcher for the University of Louisville, he is having the Tucker Biven Baseball Camp on Sunday, October 1st, and he's partnering with Floyd County Parks and Recreation to host the camp, and it'll be at New Albany Little League. The cost is 50 bucks. There will be some sponsors, uh, Chick-fil-A of Jeffersonville. I know the title sponsor of that event. So just another example of NIL and Division I college athletics, and really I've seen it either even in lower levels of college sports that allows – players to use their fame and their success. And in the example of our area, how important sports are, you see a local high schooler that does really well, successful in the classroom, on the court, on the field, uh, able to translate this into an opportunity to help local kids and make a little money to spend as a college student as well. So a pretty good deal. And uh, check out the Tucker Biven Baseball Camp from Floyd County Parks and Recreation at New Albany Little League Sunday, October 1st, is when it will take place. Details are available if you follow Floyd County Parks and Recreation on Facebook. Chad Gilbert, Athletic Director at Charlestown High School and IHSA Executive Board member is my guest. Chad, when it comes to high school football, Floyd Central has been a highlight, one of the highlights of the season. They have had two unbelievably thrilling finishes to their games and they had another crazy scenario where they were able to come back and win Friday night over Seymour. The Highlanders are playing some good football.
0: Matt, first off, like you said on 9-11, just take a moment today just to remember that. I can remember where I was. I was teaching PE at Jeffersonville High School. I'll never forget that day. Uh, just uh, a moment to just take a second to just just remember a little bit. Uh, two when that airwolf music cues up are you like <laughs> coach prime is that your cue of the theme music up Is that what you come into are, are you I the think, coach prime of
2: Airwolf or I think I think you're one of like three people who knows what that theme music is from
0: well it, it, it gives me goosebumps every time I hear it Matt so I, I know what's coming anyway uh, <laughs> the other thing you know the last thing with that you talked about Nil. You know, we take our kids on tour. We try to go to a lot of different places, see a lot of different things. This weekend, lucky to go to um, Western Kentucky in Bowling Green. Wow, what a setup down there. Very, very nice. Um, what we went down for is, I know we talked on the show about Chance Coyle, who played at Bloomington South, where well, his sister Kennedy plays volleyball at Western Kentucky. And we were able to go down there and, and watch Kennedy, an outstanding player. She's a preseason all-league player for Western Kentucky. But the one thing you said is the NIL money. We were able to, you know, we got a shirt down there for Evelyn that was a, you know, a $15 shirt, so it, it was cool. And I asked a little bit about NIL money with Neil, and they said, well, you know, she's got a website that you get on, Western Kentucky. Well, we got the same shirt that had Coral on the back 33 for Evelyn except it was $40 instead of $15, so Kennedy, Kennedy made a little bit of money on that NIL, but just off the off the CERT program, she has that way. It's another way the NIL works for kids to make money, so that stuff is pretty neat, and something if you researched and got in there pretty deep, it'd, it'd be pretty cool and really pretty interesting to see what goes on with that.
2: Yeah, uh, absolutely.
0: But, but you ask about Floyd Central. We were able to scrimmage Floyd Central in the scrimmage, Matt, and you knew they were going to be in for a great year, and you know, to win conference championships, to win sectional championships, you've got to be good and you got to be lucky. you got to be able to catch a few breaks along the way. The appears Floyd Central's football team has done that. But, daggone, Matt, they are good. They're big, they're quick, they're strong. Uh, hopefully they can make a nice run this year. But it, they've gotten off to a great start and put themselves in, in really the catbird seat to win the Hoosier Hills Conference. You know, you think about them, you think about, you know, knocking off Seymour. That's a pretty big win, you know, that, that, that people don't understand. You know, Seymour has turned the corner a little bit. They've got a new coach. It's uh, Center Grove's son. Center Grove's coach's son is Seymour's coach. You know, he's running their stuff and getting their program on tap with Center Grove at some point, I'm sure, is his goal. But you factor that in, and with a big win at Bedford, floyd has got to be in the catbird seat heading into Hoosier Hills Conference Championships.
2: No question. I know the Pirates of Charlestown, your home school, uh, dropped a tough one on Friday night, but I know there's a lot of excitement in the area between Providence and Charlestown for that game coming up at the Boneyard on Friday night. And I know you, as an AD, you're going to have that place spotless, shining, ready for a big crowd. It should be a wonderful game and a good environment at Charlestown on Friday.
0: They're pressure washing the bleachers today, Matt. It's homecoming, a big week, a big lineup of sports at Charleston High School, and a formidable opon- opponent. You know, I, I give kudos to Coach Hawkins. We knew Providence was going to be a very, very tough team, and they have not disappointed in anything this year. They have they have ran people on the ground so far, to put it. Uh, we're going to have to play. I mean, they they will be very, very difficult for us to beat, but I know Ho- Coach Hawkins will have the troops ready. Uh, they're not going to back down in a homecoming the pioneers are going to get a very best shot, so we're hoping we get a good crowd. We know Charleston have a good crowd for hometown. We hope Providence brings a great crowd, you know, with, to celebrate their undefeated season and get behind these kids as, as, as the season winds down. Matt, we're already in week five. Hard to believe.
2: Yeah, absolutely, Chad. I save this for you because we talk so much basketball here, uh, whether it's local or beyond. But um, USA. The FIBA World Cup of Basketball defeated in the semifinal round and upset Germany went on to win that game. And obviously, I think Indiana, or uh, Indiana, I think USA lost the third place game. I've been out of the loop with that over the weekend, but not a good showing is the bottom line for. Team USA on the international scene. I saw earlier today that there's a report LeBron James plans to commit to Team USA next summer, maybe with Curry, Durant, Davis, Tatum, Green, and others, which sounds like a gold medal destination for that group. International basketball, it's back and forth as far as the USA's success, and uh, very disappointing to see how they finished up overseas.
0: Man, at first I thought you said LeBron James was going to be playing for TSI this year. I thought man, he had a heck of pickup in the offseason. But uh, it's, uh, yes, you know, and it, you, sometimes USA gets exposed in those things. Back to the drawing board. We have the best athletes in the world. We have the best basketball players in the world. It's just a, you just have to make sure you get that and put some emphasis in it and make it and make it mesh.
2: Absolutely. Chad Gilbert with me Mondays. Chad, always great to catch up. I'll see you Friday night, okay? Matt, real quick, what about winning time last
0: night? Did you did you get a chance to watch it? There's one more episode left.
2: You know, I made it halfway through. I was starting to drift off. I paused it, and I hope to get back to it tonight. Probably going to have to rewind a little bit to make sure I got everything, but it's really good.
0: Very very good show. It looks like next weekend's uh, wrap-up finale is going to be great. Hope they can keep continue doing that for years and years to come.
2: Absolutely. Chad, thank you for joining us. Have a great week.
0: Matt, appreciate the run. Thanks for everything you do for starting dance sports. Look forward to seeing you Friday.
2: Thank you very much. Chad Gilbert with us Monday. He's the AD at Charlestown and the IHSA board member uh, representing our area. Always great to have him with us. That's going to wrap up this Monday program. Don't forget, back tomorrow at 11 a.m. on Tuesday, we'll have Mike Schumann of the Daily Hoosier and Braden Hobbs, New Albany product, Bellman national champion, had a tremendous overseas career, and he is scheduled to join us Tuesday. Now that he's back home to recap what life was like as a professional basketball player overseas for so many seasons. So join us for that coming up on our Tuesday program. Have a great Monday. This is the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison.